Hey, what's up? This is Malik. Welcome back to him. Um, it's glad to see you again. I missed y'all. We missed y'all. And um, we're glad to be back. Hey, everybody. Hey. What's up? <laughs> Not much. You know, just chilling, you know, doing what we got to do every day. What we do. What we do. Let me shut up. I, I, I never know what I'm talking about. But yes, welcome everybody. We are back for episode three. I mean, who knew we was going to make it this far? <laughs> right. Okay, what are you talking about? Right. See? What blow is you on? Let me tell you, it is always a long journey, but how is everyone today? How has everyone's week been? How has everyone's uh, five seconds been? <laughs> Lord, but how has everyone's week been so far this week? It's been pretty good. Like, um, I'm so happy to be back and recording. It's so funny because when we record one episode, it's just like, oh, okay. But then it's like, oh, we have to record another episode. So I'm still totally getting into just the swing of things. But um, it was a pretty great week, and I had an amazing night. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm good. What kind of amazing night was it? A, 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 a <laughs> fantasy saw, amazing bitch. night, or saw. was it like I had just fun out in the city type of night? I think and that ended the night ended with a nightcap. That's the truth. It, it was it was some things. Um, I was out and about with Stevie. Hello, yeah, we were out and about doing things, making things happen, having a few drinks and whatnot and whatnot. So yeah, um, I had a really good night. Um, me and Stevie went to the bar and got. Got cocktailed <laughs> and turned the fuck up. Yeah, and then um, I ended my night in Harlem, mm-hmm. not at home, but in Harlem, <laughs> and, and that was that. Okay, so you and Stevie, <laughs> the gays out of the town. Um, I did nothing like almost every single weekend. Just kidding, no. But um, I did do nothing. I had homework to do. So, you know, I got to get my schoolwork done before I come and record with y'all. Because y'all don't know what they be doing. Getting on a Saturday and Sunday. My weekends are literally booked up because of these three. (laughs) So, I got to make sure my schoolwork is done. The shade. What have you been doing? I ain't been doing nothing. I was just discussing this with XD uh, the last time that me and him hang out. We... We tend to be very uh, shut in. We're, we're hermits, homebodies. And uh, I think I need to get out, you know, a little more. Um, yesterday, me and Malik went to boxers just for a little bit, you know, just for a little a little cocktail. Just wanted to, you know, and it was really lit. It was really cute in there. And uh, I have to keep reminding myself that it's actually fun if I step outside of the house and not just stay in and, you know, lay on my pillow and read a book, which is nice, but it's, I live in New York city. So I need to actually step out of the house and go places more often. So I am learning to do that. So maybe that'll start this weekend. Maybe we'll start next weekend, but maybe next week I'll have a little more to say on what I did. Cause I didn't do nothing. And I just want to add, like actually when me and Aaron were at boxers, we saw well, one of my close friends, which I was really happy to see him, but we also saw um, someone who's listened listened to our podcast, and it was just like really beautiful to have them come up to us and like show us love off of something that we did. So it was a blessing, and it's like for real, for real, no shade. Like if y'all see a bitch in the city, shout, bitch, shout me out, like no shade. I love a shout out, bitch. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I know that they have been hearing us talk a lot. Deep topics, last two episodes. So I mean, I feel like it is time to get what everybody really, truly, and deeply cares about. And I mean, sex is always the one. I mean, that's. I think that's something that a lot of people think about every single time. I mean, people probably listen to Aaron and just feel like he is just like sex on the radio. Um, you know, his fan club out there. The Aaron stands <laughs> are out here. Uh-huh. Y'all really gonna stop? Um, are really just just envisioning the moments mm-hmm. 
Especially when he says his daddy long day. Yeah. You know, Y'all know. And let me just let me use the words like lube. And- <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just cut in here and say that I acknowledge no existence of fan club. Thank you very much. Hey, fan club, he's here. Like, there is no fan club. Mm-hmm. Um, so chill. Uh, no, I think sex is a really good topic because not only do people want to hear about it, but you know, um, it's something that permeates us like down to our cores. I mean, we're, we're humans, we're sexual beings and it happens all the time. So it's definitely something to talk about. Uh, so my question is how do y'all meet the fellas? You know what I'm saying? What's, uh, what's your mediums to meet the guys with which you have the sex? You know what I'm saying? What's, what's going on with that? First, let me just say that for me, sex isn't that quick. So, if I meet you somewhere, I'm not going to be hooking up with you in the next, like, hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. That's just not a Trey Parker thing. And yes, I said that in the third person. Um, but no, I don't... I feel like I am a hermit and I'm, like, a homebody and I don't meet anyone. But I, when I do meet somebody, it's out. I don't, I don't really approach anyone like I've approached maybe like one guy in my entire life, which has been 21 years. So you know how long that's been like 5.2 seconds, but I don't approach anyone. I think most of the time guys approach me. Um, I've may have approached one person in my entire life, but like that's just me being forceful and being bold in that moment. Other than that, I've never really approached. And sometimes, you know, you may get approached on them apps and whatnot, mm-hmm. but I try to stay off sometimes. I'm not. I'm not a heavy app user. Okay, I like to meet you in the real world. So, like, y'all, do y'all meet on the apps? I'm a person. Is it a mixture? What is the deal? Listen, the apps. You have to use them. And like people, you know, make a, too many different things for the app. The app is a bad thing. The app could be a good thing, but you have to take your time and sometimes pick and choose out of the people that you talk to on there because there's some fucking weirdos. You understand? Like, and I'm not for the weirdos and I've had a few good nights off the app and I'm pretty sure everyone except for Trey at the table can, you know, attest to that. You've had some good times on that app, but then there's sometimes you're just like, I don't know. Should I play on the app tonight? Or why should I just, you know, find people in a different way? But the app is not a bad thing that people like to make it sound like, you know? Yeah. I would totally have to agree. I, um, I, the majority of the time I actually meet men in New York City in person, but I support the apps, girl, no shade. Like, I think it's a very convenient way to, like, meet people because, like, Let's be honest, you can't like hit on the person at work. And there are just certain spaces that I, I feel uncomfortable approaching other men. Um, and then also like when we're out having fun, it's really not the time to do that. Cause it's just like, well girl, I'm, I'm cocktail bitch. I ain't thinking about no dick, you know? So it's, well for me, it's just like, I'm not going to do that. So I think that the apps are cute. But you also have to know how to navigate the apps very, very well. Because if you don't, you, you ain't going, <laughs> you're not going to get what you're looking for, you know? And let me just say, while Malik may not be always thinking about the dick, um, <laughs> I may be contrary to that. Like, I may think about it a lot. Well, not a lot, but maybe just enough to pass the time, you know? (laughs) There's 24 hours in the day. I mean, you can't be thinking about schoolwork and pop culture all the time. You got to fill it with some dick sometimes, you know? No shade. I love dick. I love black men. But one thing that I really want, like, the girls to stop doing is just because I have a Jack account doesn't mean I'm less exclusive. Like, I feel like it's this thing where... Oh, bitch, if you got, if you have an account on Grindr, bitch, you can be a mess on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You could be doing the same shit on Facebook and Twitter that you're doing on Jack and Grindr and whatever else apps there are out there. So it, it really doesn't, again, it doesn't really mean anything. So, but I mean, I am a little different. I feel a little different about that only just because that app is essentially just for dating, hooking up getting to know someone to the point of a relationship. 
So for me, if you're exclusive, if we're exclusive, neither of us need to be on it. Oh, and now, now I, I totally agree with that. But I'm saying that what I'm saying is, is that by me, like, say we're not dating and we're, we're just like, you're on the app, I'm on the app. Or you're not on the app, but I'm on the app and you meet me out and about and we're getting to know each other. But you feel as though I'm less inferior, I'm, I'm inferior or I'm less exclusive because I have a jack. Oh, well, yeah. I just say my little thing is until I have a title, I can't control or recommend or want things unless I have the title. So, I mean, unless I'm your man, I can't be like, look, babe, you can't be on them, them apps no longer unless we end up not being together. Uh, I'm all down for you <laughs> doing what you're doing when we're not together because everybody got to get some. Mm-hmm. But... That that exclusivity, mm-hmm. I, I I attest that point just a little. Thank you, bitch. And I'm being shady by saying this, but yeah, like, um, how do you use the app, sir? Diddy, oh legs. <laughs> I'm four jacked. I uh, I think it's convenient. Um, I like the location deal and. Uh, Come on, location. <laughs> you know, it's been the source of a lot of you know good times in my life. Um, and you know, I mean, sometimes you know, you just you you just you just want some sex. You, you're not really trying to have no connection with nobody. You're not really trying to have no conversation with nobody. And sometimes you just want to fuck, and then you want to go back to whatever whatever it was you was doing beforehand. And sometimes you don't like you're in the club and you're drunk and you're eyeing folk or whatever. But like it's different. You know, it's a different vibe in person than it is on the app. There's there's an amount of confidence that comes with being on the app. The whole online thing. I mean, that's just the thing. That's just how it is. And it tends to be easier to uh, quote unquote connect with somebody, you know, on the app than it would be in person. It's just easier to do, especially if you just want sex. You know, you're not really trying to have you, you meet somebody in the club and it's like, hey, you know, how you doing? Blah, 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 you know, whatever. And you're going back and forth and you're trying to like create like a sexual tension or a, a create a something. When on the app, it's like it's already there. You want to fuck? Yeah, I do. Cool. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm 100 percent for it uh, as it relates to relationships. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, ain't, I don't know about all that. You know what I'm saying? So I just I like it. So No. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Like, I need to know that you have that confidence. Meeting me out on the street and coming and approaching me out on the street gets me going. Like that, knowing that you have that confidence to be that bold in the streets. What? That may get you a lot. That may get me thinking about hooking up with you. I ain't gonna do it, <laughs> but I'm a think deep down inside like oh he could have just got it like oh oh it could be like right here in this bathroom like oh that was real good <laughs> you was confident but i just feel like the apps like i just i'm like very hazardous about everything i do so for me it's like i overthink things so like when i'm in the streets i feel like i can less overthink because i can't really figure out what your intentions are but and on them apps, I just feel like this could be an ex-murderer. I could die. I could do this. I could do that. Straight. It could be an ex-murderer that you're looking at outside. It could be an ex-murderer looking at in the club. Like, what you mean? If y'all are ex-murderers, y'all need to let me know. All right. Let me put, let me place a nice little disturbing ass fact real quick. And then we're going to take it on back. Do you know that Jeffrey Dahmer... Met these men in the, apparently he was a handsome man and he met these mugs in the club and took them back to his place and, and proceeded to have sex with them and then kill them. So it's like it don't now if you really want like you can't be like you can't relegate all axe murderers and no, serial killers no, to jacked because it's like just because they're not looking at you in the face don't mean that they're not normal folk. Because I ain't going home with you on the first night. Definitely helps me. Do you Definitely, think? Guess what? You ain't gonna kill me after you have sex with me. You think that after you know a nigga for like a month and a half that he not gonna be any less of a serial killer if he was one? Shit. Let me say, if you are an ex-murderer and you are really taking your time and spending time with me for a good two months to have sex with me, then kill me. Like you need to off yourself because your your skills are not that good. Okay, I'm just saying. You're falling for it, so they probably right. are good. See, you talking about having Guess what? Ain't not one that I've been with yet done tried to kill me. Uh-huh. They may not try to kill something else, but they sure ain't killed me. I, I 
actually like to see the girls' Jack's profiles because it be it be what scares me is it's the girls that will literally oh you know be out presenting themselves in a certain you know in a certain manner. But baby, you get on that motherfucking Jack and you get on that motherfucking grinder, honey, and they got on a fucking cat suit with with the ass out. <laughs> Oh my. So it's just like, I would rather honestly see like, you know, all of that in the open. Well, not that, but what I mean, like, I don't, I wouldn't mind seeing you on Grindr and stuff because like, I mean, I know that you are practicing your sexuality just as much as me, you know? Um, But again, it scares me when certain people, um, yeah, like in person, it could be funny because you don't, you you don't get to vet them before, like, you see them, you know? And I'm not one of those type of people that will check social medias and stuff like that. But to an extent, like, I do have to do it because, like, girl, it's no shade. I'm just older now. And if we don't share the same platform, then <laughs> I can't be with you. Like, no shade. I mean, I check all social media. I may do be Nancy drooling the hell out of you. Um, I'm checking social because I just feel like... I may meet you, we talk and whatnot, but there's a different there's a different personality when you're on social media. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have different personalities. I know for myself, I am not as open and talkative on social media. Just because one, most of my, my Twitter is literally personal, not personal, but for business sake. Like people when I have a job, they can look at my Twitter. And make sure so I can keep a job. Right, you came but I have that for a reason. Now, getting to know me one on one is probably so much easier because then I'm opening up. I'm trying to explore. I'm trying to figure out the way things work. I'm just. I feel like I'm probably better in person than online. All right. So whether we met in person, whether we met on an app, whether we known each other for two hours, whether we known each other for a week and a half, a month, six months, however long you want to wait until you have sex. Let's get to the actual sex itself. Okay. Now, is there anything like I want to know, like, and not to be not to not to take it to the shady side of things, but like, so, you know, what do y'all do to prepare for sex? Now, I'm not just saying, you know, a good fleet. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about. Hey, right. You know, what I'm saying? hey, nah, I'm not saying don't take care of it. I'm just saying, like, you know, not just like physically, but emotionally, Some, anything that you do to prepare, you know, for sex. When you know, like, it's not no doubt no more, dog. You are getting the sex like that night in an hour or so in a few minutes. What, what is there anything that you do? Is there a routine? that you follow I mean shit I ain't eat no damn meals I know that oh. <laughs> very much at the bottom diet <laughs> I will have water. very much some ice chips ice chips um, sauteed ice chips <laughs> I feel like I've been put in a hospital and told to only have liquids <laughs> For the day, like let me tell you, I really be feeling myself at like during the day because I'm like, oh, think about all this weight I'm about to lose because I'm about to like drink all this water and then I'm gonna lose like 30, 40, 50, 100 calories just in the activity itself. I mean, shit. This is the workout plan right there. When Kanye West said this is the Kanye workout plan, this is what he meant. You don't eat a damn thing. You drink. Just water, get you some ice chips, maybe a saltine cracker or two, and you have sex. I just want to say that I'm such an undisciplined bottom. (laughs) (laughs) It's no shade, bitch. I can't. Like, girl, you know, I'm just going to not read myself out. But, like, bitch, no shade. I don't don't change what I eat. Um, But what I do do, like, I shade down. Like, no shade. I I get together. Like... And even if, like, if I'm not bottoming, I'll still, like, shave my balls and stuff because it's some shade. Like, I hate giving hair and, like, my teeth, like, your hair, like, pubic hair is in my teeth and just. So, yeah, like, I need, it's, it's like, bare minimum for the girls to, like, manscape a little bit, you know? I mean, so it, it, it's, it's different for me because I, I manscape and that's, that's literally for me. I don't like to have hair, like, below, like, my neck to, like, my, like, upper thighs i like to have nothing there you know what i'm saying like that's just me personally i don't like hair having hair there but with the dude that i'm fucking with 
I don't care. I want to floss, okay? Give me the pubic hair, dog. I want to floss. I don't care. Here's the thing. But you can shave and it's all good because, you know, if you want to be smooth, you know what I'm saying, and nice and I can just run my hand over it and it just feels all nice, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I could just like lay there all day. I'm here for that. You know what I'm saying? Be smooth. But if you want to be hairy, dog, be hairy because either way, Aaron is here for it. No, here. Aaron is honestly just saying, as long as you're giving it up that night, <laughs> you can. Like, yeah. Let me tell you, you can have it dreaded up. He <laughs> out here like rust them. Because I'm a right. You know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm a retwist them. You know what I'm saying? Like the fuck. What about you, Stevie? Listen, I am all for. Listen, I am the naked bitch. I nair my motherfucking body down to my motherfucking toes, bitch. I don't need no hair on me, and I honestly don't like hair on my man neither. Like I am the type of person like if you have a little bit here, that's fine. But I don't want no motherfucking bear. I don't want a whole bunch of hair. And y'all so much, I like you know. Um, Aaron said he like to get the floss. I don't. I'm not here for it. I'm not for the flossing, and I don't want the hair in my teeth. I am not here for it. Be as hairless as possible for me, and I'm gonna damn sure be as hairless as possible for you because I don't like hair on me. And oh, I'm here a little bit right now, but I ain't had no sex in a while, so it's different. But when a bitch get time to get that sex, my ass is nared down to a teeth. Matter of fact, I even stopped using nair. I'm a wait. I think I still do use nair. <laughs> I still use nair, even though these are a little bad smell, but you gotta get the real, the girly ones. Get the girly ones, don't get the men ones. Get the girly ones that smell good, got real good oils in it. Use those, but I'm a, I don't like the hair. I'm not doing it during sex. Lose the hair, you can have it, but just have a little bit. Yeah, that was, it's actually so funny because I haven't had sex or bottomed in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, the last two times that I've had sex, I've been the top, which is... <laughs> I use my pussy and my stick. Look, and my look, my also ego from last night is Sister Good Puss. Bitch, I was feeling it. So um, no, but what I wanted to say is this morning when I was getting ready to come to recording, I look, I look back at my butt. I'm like, what's that? Oh, bitch, it's time for me to shave because I'm ready to cut up. Like, I'm ready to have sex, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ready to have sex, so I, it's time for me to shave. I mean, um, as a member of Bottom Society... Bottom girls. Hey, girl. Hey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm shaving a lot, um, and I'm doing it often. Yeah. And um, I kind of... I don't really care about the hair on my man, except for, like, unless it's, like, a jungle, and I'm trying to, like... I'm not auditioning for Jumanji. So... I'm going to need it to be a little bit tapered or controlled in some way because unlike Aaron, I don't use to floss. They've got time for that. There's utensils and tools for that that you can buy at Walgreens (laughs) or Dwayne Reed's or anywhere else where you want to buy a damn floss ass. Go tell a damn dentist to do that. I don't have time to be doing that. After sex. Ugh. I like I can't like I need the girls to come prepared and um it's so funny though because the, the times that I have top the bottoms have came like together the, the girls was together like and, and me bottoming most of the time I was thoroughly like pleased I was like okay bitch you, you came <laughs> you came with all your motherfucking shits together so I was like really really um really happy and it's so funny to view sex now like having been on both sides it's so interesting to like get into the girls bottoming but that's a totally different thing yeah no yeah yeah. (laughs) look i know we've been talking about routines now but i mean what type of y'all y'all be doing any old thing y'all be flexible now like i'm trying to figure out what is going on are you doing now i saw on twitter this week the Russell Simmons challenge. Uh, are you are you bending over, touching your toes? Are you are you doing a little a little um, peekaboo stuff? Like what the hell are y'all doing out here? What, what types of positions are you doing? Because I mean, I feel like a sex therapist right now. So what type of positions? I'm trying to learn. I am all about full body contact. I I'm a very passionate uh, and like gentle. 
kind of like Glover. Like in bed, you know, I don't, I'm not really into like the rough stuff. I, I like, I like it to be very like slow jam type. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm really into, I mean, yeah. So I'm really into like full body contact. You know, I'm, I, I love a missionary, you know, cause it's a lot of eye contact, lots of kissing, you know, whatever. Lots of hands going wherever you want to go. But like, if we, you know, if we do a little doggy style joint, it's going to be like a thing where I'm laying on top of you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I want to feel your whole body. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about it. Like, I just like, cause I just love men, man. Like they're the best thing that ever happened to me. So I want to feel your whole body. Like if I want, if I was trying to fuck, like when we get there, I'm not trying to do no like minimal body contact. We just only parts our bodies touches my ball slapping your ass or, you know, vice versa. I want there to be more like, you know, I want all the lights on cause I want to see it from every angle and I want to feel your entire body dog. Like, come on, quit playing these games with me. Like, so I'm all about a missionary. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We could do a cowboy joint, but any of these positions, it's going to be full body. Con- it's going to be altered because I want to feel your body against mine. Let me tell y'all, I had a good flashback <sighs> when he was saying this full body. The full I body am down for, a, I am like a sensual, I'm a sensual man. Like, I need you to touch my body. Not <laughs> as joking like Mariah. <laughs> no, no, no. But I need that. you to touch my body. Play with me some more. I like okay. a touch, touch and a feel and a, a caress That's and me. a hold. Like, you gotta really get me there. Feel like, my spirit, bitch. I, I mean, I like, I've had the good, like, rough. We destroying people's houses. <laughs> the neighbors know my name type shit. Uh-huh. I can yeah. go for the, 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 the type that just, you know, takes hours. Because you just touching and caressing and holding and feeling. It's like R. Kelly's 12 play. And now I know a lot of people are going to try to come for me because right. I said R. Kelly. So you can just change it to Trey Songz or something. You know? But for me, I'm sticking with the R. Kelly 12 play for the moment. I know he did some terrible things though, y'all. But look, that song. Them songs he had. Shit. Um, I would say that I've actually gotten into oral a lot lately. Mm. Like, I am such an oral girl. Like, and this happened just two months, like literally within the last two months, because I I was okay with oral before, but like I'm not one of the girls that just gonna be sucking dick. But like lately, girl. It's no shade. Miss Mama gotta have something in her mouth. Like, <laughs> yes. No shade. No shade. Especially if you're good at it, bitch. You're supposed to play. Yeah. Listen. Now y'all know, like you know, everybody who's followed me on, on on social media knows that I love a good butt. Now I put it in my mouth. I want you to suffocate me, and I would like to die. Please and thank you. Now, with all that being said, you know what I'm saying? I don't think I really talk about how much I love to suck a dick also, but I do. You know what I'm saying? I suck a dick. I think just oral in general, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's part of how passionate I am. Like, I really want to feel your whole body, dog. Like, I'm trying to suck some dick and I'm trying to flip you over and try to eat you out. I'm trying to sit on my face. Like, all that. Let me tell y'all. When I first met Aaron... I remember him saying something about toes. And armpits. And armpits. Let me tell you, it reminded me of, I don't know how many of y'all have seen Girlfriends. I mean, y'all should if you haven't. But there was one, Joan dated a man that liked feet. And then Tony dated a man that liked feet. Well, the same man. But Tony was only going with him because she was buying her them good shoes. But... Them toes? You really be putting them toes in your mouth? Yes, present the toes. I'm not here for the feet. I have to bring up the episode of Sex in the City when uh, Carrie was dating the politician and he wanted to pee on her. And Carrie was like, well, how about you dribble warm water on me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it, the, the, it's so crazy because the kinks are so... They they make themselves so known in your head. It's like they take over a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I know it's like I like men, but it's just like I really, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's it, and you, you know how you reach the level where like you really need to chill out is when Instagram starts pulling up the in your explore tab. It'll pull up some feet pictures, and you're like, how did you know, nigga? I'm I've been exposed, my nigga. Like, but I realized the older that I get, the kinkier and just like freakier yes. I am because. When when I was 20, like, you know, when I was 20, 21, I was just like, eh, you know, and 
I just also feel like being in New York just changes you just because the dating and sex is totally different mm. if we were in like Florida or even LA, like big cities like LA or whatever. But no shade. I have gotten, I have done some freaky things, bitch, and I am proud of it. And I'm going to do some freaky things when we leave. Like, <laughs> I'm going to do that. So it's just like, <laughs> I mean, bitch, first of all, I'm saying this ain't no nigga sticking his feet in my motherfucking mouth, okay? If you even think to pick up a towel and put it in my mouth, I might break that bitch. I'm not here for the towel. Now, listen, there's some things I've done during sex that I've never done before, but mm. the feet, I have, you know, sometimes you gotta draw a line. Like, I'm not doing the feet, and y'all are crazy. I'm not doing the feet because people don't clean their feet right. And then sometimes when you have the sex, it's like out of nowhere. So what if your feet ain't clean? You want to stick your feet in my mouth? No, I'm not. So my question is, is what's going on with the girls that don't like cum? Like, Jesus. it's like some people that's don't. Hard. Some people don't. Bitch, that's the best part. They be like grossed out. Like, they really don't want no parts of it. Like, they don't. don't be t- like, once they come, they don't want. Like, that's the one thing that you're waiting for, bitch. Right. We're all aiming for that. What are you I'm talking about? I'm waiting for you to blow and explode everywhere. So I could be like, bitch, I didn't did it. Wow. Ugh. Bitch, I'm good at what I do. What <laughs> are you talking about? Okay, so. Girls don't like cum, bitch. As y'all are the older generation. <laughs> um, Even you two young you? I'm just saying, like, I mean, I feel like everybody watched Insecure. And But when when David shot his low and it hit his in her eye, I mean, that's a fear. That's a fear. That's why people are scared. Cause that does I mean, it does do something to your skin. Like now if you're like just swallowing it. It's going to do something to your testes, but I mean, that's what it's built for. Right. Mm-hmm. But your skin, you got to make me really love you. Like, you can't be just doing it all over my skin. And okay. as y'all was saying, y'all have all these kinks. I mean, I I don't know if I, I feel like I meant like sex anonymous, but I, Trey Parker, likes a good Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, like... Oh. Let me yes, mama. Like tie me up. Like woo, take me to the red room. Like do what you need to do. I'm just saying. Yeah, because you're not going. I'm gonna need to know you first before I'm gonna have you tie me up. No, I'm not doing that. No, I'm gonna need to know you first. I'm gonna need to know you first before I show you. Open my book. And open my uh my little treasure chest. Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm gonna need to know yeah. you first before I let you doing all that. So like I I wanted to stay on the topic of sex, but kind of twist it and say or ask a question like, have any of y'all tried poppers? No. Yes, I have. Okay. Mm, it was very weird. Like I don't. I I've only done it one time, and I probably will never do it again. But it was like it definitely intensified the sex. Like it was definitely taking me somewhere I've never been. But I probably said I would never do it again though. I think everyone should try it though. Definitely try it. Look, try okay. it. Try it. Oh, well, first of all, I'm gonna let Aaron say what he's gonna say so I can say what I'm gonna say. I've actually never tried poppers. I had an opportunity to back. I lived in Virginia back when I was, I was 21, and there was this guy that I met, and <laughs> crazy, crazy enough, he was from New York, and uh, you know we were doing like the little flirting thing or whatever, blah, blah blah. And he said, you know, like I got poppers, and I didn't, I didn't know what those were, and he explained it to me, and I was interested. It's just they didn't actually end up happening, and then nobody ever mentioned them again. And I've seen them used in like porn. I mean, they look lit. Like I'm mm-hmm. willing to try. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I, what? I mean, I, I haven't tried it before, so why not? Like I'm willing to try it, but I've never actually had it mm-hmm. before. Now see, I want to give y'all a little history for Sister Good Puss. Um, <laughs> so I was dating someone back in last, not this summer, that just passed, but last summer. And bitch, he would be behind me, you know, shaking that bottle. <laughs> And putting it in his nose And I totally was oblivious to what was going on So once that was over um, When I started dating another guy And he That's when I actually found out what it was And that's when I started using it And I will say like bitch No shade like when you take papa's bitch You be oh, To another world <laughs> it, it, It's a tea you know what I'm saying But what I have an issue with is People who can't have sex without like poppers mm. or other substances, drugs, alcohol. 
because it gets to a point where like well girl are you even attracted to me mm-hmm. you know or or even even further like well bitch is you even gay mm-hmm. that's how i think about it so yeah. i mean as the young one the baby i don't use any type well the people i've been with to my knowledge haven't used any types of substances when we've had sex like i've literally never used um, a drug or poppers or anything to have sex like i've just we just getting down like it's what it is like let's no like i may have sex drunk but that's just because we was drinking and (laughs) you started to look good we was doing what we was doing while we was drinking but like i didn't need to drink something to be like oh i need to get a little toasted to get this done i don't do that and hearing stories i'm just like wondering where we're going because if this is something that we need uh, we need to reevaluate i don't think it's about need all the time i think that with some people i think it is like i think there's like a a, a need to have a substance in order to facilitate a connection with another man and, and that's an addiction at some point mm-hmm. and some people i mean you know like me for example because I, I i've been high and i've been drunk when i've had sex before and it it it's never been a need for me. It's just like a, sometimes I've consciously like gotten higher, you know, whatever before having sex because I knew that it made the experience better. Yeah, it's obviously. not, it's not having anything to do with like, I need it to, you know, I, I don't feel attracted to them or I just have to have some sex. And I just, you know, it is literally because I know it feels good. You know what I'm saying? Cause sex feels good, you know, regardless. But if I am in possession of something that I know it's going to make it feel better, then I'm going to try that. I mean, knowing that poppers, you know, make it better. I'm willing to try that at least once because I want to know what it feel like. Yeah. And I'm telling y'all girls to try them, bitch, because no shade. <laughs> it definitely got me, but I, probably, I wouldn't do it again, though. I'll definitely say that. I think it's a very, like, I think of all the times that I, like, and keep in mind, I probably had, like, sex with poppers four or five times. And I don't remember a lot of it. And that's what scared me about it, was that, like, I had no recollection about the situation after the fact, you know? So... That, that just really, really scares me. And I, I think that when we talked about just being on the apps and using the apps, there's a lot of drug usage mingled with sex. And it's just like, no, nah, girl, like I'm down to fuck, but I ain't down to like add all of these preservatives to what we try to get. Yeah, <laughs> preservatives. Like, you know, like, it's just too much. Like, girl, you know, it, you, the girl's like, they'll hit you up. Like, you know, you sexy. I want to fuck. You know, woo, 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 woo. And then in two, two messages, they like, you do tea? You get, bitch. I don't want to know nobody's tea, but the tea that comes with y'all want See, tea. for me, I'm just, like, when you said you don't remember the experience mm. afterwards, that turns me off. Like, for totally. me, I remember every time I've had sex. Ooh. Every single time. And I use that to warm my cold night. Oh, <laughs> girl. And just to relive those moments. Like, I mean, who doesn't want to live it's relive so some good but it's sex moments? You need to just let go. I hope you're not sitting there looking at every single moment. No, shit. No, but like... Some sex, I wish I But then you're, you're thinking about like... I like mix and match, you know, like use ooh, that caress from that time and that touch from that time or the way I threw it back that one time or the way it was popping that one time. Like that's how I do it. Like I mix and match and make my own good little masterpiece sex moment. You know how like the P- uh, PBS had like the masterpiece theater? That's my own masterpiece theater. And so I feel like that just taints stuff. Like I just feel like you're not gonna remember, and like that's what we're here to do. We're here to make memories and yeah. relive moments for later in life. And I don't want to be 62 and have the best time of my life and not remember when I'm old and decrepit and nobody want pop it. Yeah, I think that um, I think that there's a big again there's a big disconnect because like again what Aaron said like we do drugs sometimes before sex because we want to make it enjoyable. And then there's the other people who like literally have to have this certain substance in order to have sex. And it's a big issue within the black gay community. And it's a disconnect because it's just like, okay, this can't go past the hookup. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And that's also how I know 
how to navigate myself through the hookup world because generally if we're hooking up or when when you're in a hookup setting there's like drugs and alcohol involved mm-hmm. and usually like when you're in a more like dating slash relationship setting you don't have those things you know so that's just what what I've taken from dating you know and maybe that's just my thing because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't hook up that's like something I'm not going to do yes yeah, Kelly Clarkson <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I just don't. That's just not something deep down in my soul. Like, I just can't move myself to do it. Mm -hmm. So, like, everybody I've ever had sex with, which has not been a lot, because I keep saying all the people I've had sex with. But no, um, it's been like we were dating. We were were already going through that threshold, moving through that, that um, on the track to be a couple, to be in a long... Mm -hmm lasting relationship so for me i guess i haven't seen those signs because i've only been one place Mm. i mean i mean and then also like you know once you get like once you really like experience and keep in mind i'm 28 and i haven't i feel like i haven't even date dated and experienced that many men but like bitch once you start you know dating the people and you like really start getting into people you'll notice like just to stay away because people who use drugs they're they're signs you know and like not like you know smoke weed every day i mean like bitch cocaine and you know tea and the girls and i'm and i'm for the girls that you know do do those i'm not i'm not judging but again when you are in a space having sex with someone you just want to make sure that like you're looking out for yourself and that you know you're enjoying the experience for yourself which again that's another tea because the hookup culture is selfish. Like you're, you're not there to please the other person. You're there to please yourself, mm-hmm. which is the whole main idea of what hooking up is. And I think that if we all like understood that, we would go into relationships and leave relationships a lot easier. You know? Yeah. So we're gonna take a quick break, and I think we're gonna come back with some questions. I think that's like a really fun thing. So, we're going to be right back. What's up with it? This is Aaron, and you're listening to him. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Him Podcast, and enter our world at HimPodcast.com. Welcome back. Oh, my God. It is question time. We are so excited. We know. We always we say on our Twitter and our Instagram, if you follow us. Or if you are listening to the uh-huh. show, to send us questions because we want to hear from you. We want you to be part of this discussion. Yeah. So we do got we do have one question for today's show that really works for our show. So Stevie, what was the question that you got? All right. So I received a uh, question via email. It's what is a deal breaker when dating and getting to know someone? Wow. I mean. Lord, there's lots of non-negotiables I have. I mean, I feel like... I don't understand my non-negotiables are just conservative, but I'm pretty open-minded about a lot of things. But I know for a fact that you can't be super controlling or show signs of abusive behavior so whether it's verbal physical mental i've been through that i know the signs so i'm not trying to uh, replicate that in the future so for that that's a non-negotiable what about (laughs) y'all um so yeah like i know this is so crazy and a lot of people may think it's like petty but i'm really not interested in getting to know someone that doesn't read books Mm. (laughs) and i know it's just like uh but one thing that i recognized about myself is that i never leave my apartment without a book um and just reading has been me and aaron talked a little bit about like reading when we were having drinks the other day yes and um it's just been it's a stress reliever it's an escape it's like where I go when I can't like find solace. I really love reading, you know, and it's it's really important to me. So again, like I can't date anybody that doesn't own a book and it's not reading. Like it's just okay, so yeah. 
Mine is, uh, I mean, partly that, you know, I'm really been to uh, literature and anyone who's not, people would say, oh, I don't read. It's like, I'm not interested automatically, but mine is mostly about mindset and, and worldview. If we were to take it beyond just like cooking up or, you know, a casual thing, then, you know, you have to have a certain view of the LGBT plus community. Like, you know, I, there are certain behaviors and uh, viewpoints that are associated with internalized homophobia or, you know, transphobia, um, et cetera, and so on, even misogyny. And it's like, you can't have those type of mindsets and expect to be anything with me. You have to be willing to be wrong and be open to learning more and becoming like more enlightened. As I like to say, my enlightenment, you know, it continues. It's always continuing. It's ever updating. And you just have to be on that same wavelength or else we can't, we can't talk. And even if you're a little bit farther, you know what I'm saying? You're not quite at the level that I'm at yet, but you're, you're doing it. You're, you're doing what you can. Then I respect that. But if you're just chilling in your ignorance and your bigotry, knowing that, you know, you're affecting your own community negatively, then I can't, I can't rock with you. I mean, I have another one. Another one for me is just, if you're not worried about the world around you, like I take, not to say I take politics, but I, I am adamant in watching uh, cable news. Like I live, eat, breathe, sleep politics. I like to know what's going on, what's happening, um, the things working in the White House, the, the things that's working in Congress, the things that are not getting done, that are getting done. I'm like a, pol- a political junkie. And for me, I feel like if you're not, if you do have like no care about learning or knowing or for your own well-being, because really politics helps us all. So I feel like if you just don't care, like I know kids that just, or men that just sit around like, I don't really care, it has no effect on me. I can't live with that mindset because then that's just for me, you're giving up and you just don't care. Especially in this climate that we're living in, we we can't afford to be like unconscious and not, you know, aware of what is like really going on in this world today, you know? Or neutral. People love to say, oh, you know, I'm not in this. Like, you, you can't be my name is Dennis and I ain't in this. Like, you are a part of it, whether you want to be or not. And to be neutral is to be on the side of the oppressor. Yeah. You know, at this point, inaction is, you know, the same as opposing what's really what really needs to be done. So uh, it's weird because, like, I say that mindsets are my deal breaker. But I mean, that bleeds into what Malik said and what Trey said. So um, I don't know nothing about no books. And I don't know nothing about no politics, but what's non-negotiable with me is that I would like my man to honestly love me flaws and all. Like, take everything that I am doing wrong and sometimes be okay with it, but also be able to work with me to get me better. And the same thing with him. Like, I'm here for working with someone that I actually like. Like, I don't mind, like, going through the turmoil and the... The chaos of like a relationship and having too much trouble and problems and stuff like that. I don't have a problem with that, but I also want them to just be able to help me and me help them. Like that's definitely a big thing for me. Like I'm just for that. Yeah. Love me for us and all. Take me as I am. I think that um the last few people that I've I've dated have been so like just disagreeable people. Mm-hmm. You know, like one thing that I really don't like about just. And this happens, but we can have our issues, but I need you to know that, you know, there's like a better way for us and there's going to be progress, you know, but you can just deal. There are some people that you deal with and they just like have a really like pessimistic view on the world and themselves and the way they perceive themselves in the world. So it's just like when I meet people like that, I just try to stay away because it's just like, you know they're going to always, again, like, lie and just revel in ignorance and just, like, complacency, you know? But are we, like, I feel like certain relationships you are willing to teach. Mm. So, for me, like, I say these non-negotiables, but if I find somebody that is truly, I believe is truly worth it and lacks in some of these areas... I know for myself, I'm willing to teach Mm -hmm. or work and uplift. But I feel like 
a lot of times we use non-negotiables as write-offs. So we write off people real quick. Right. And sometimes in a relationship, you're going to be taught things and that person, your partner is going to teach, you're going to have to teach your partner things. So I feel like while I have non-negotiables, they aren't set in stone. And they are are teachable and change at any given moment. Yeah, I think that because baby, I be sister soldier with these niggas, and I will give you a book list, and I will buy <laughs> you books, and have them delivered to your home, like <laughs> just so that I'm doing my part. Because I think that also in the gay community, there there are people who don't know better, <laughs> and you know, connecting this to what you just said, but you know, you have to teach some people to be a better person, you know, as well as you're learning, you know, too. Um, but yeah, like you, you have to decide if you're going to be willing and ready to sit down and learn and grow with that person. So, yeah, um, that was a great question. I mean, Lord, I am really into this topic, this discussion. So, you know what? We coming back for part two. I mean, are y'all ready? Are y'all excited? Yeah, part two. <laughs> part, part two coming next week. So while we close this out, I want to remind everybody, please check us out on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Him Podcast. And make sure you do go to our website, www.himpodcast.com. And while you're at it, please share our podcast, our show, our conversations with friends. Make sure you comment, like, repost on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. I mean, promo for us. You supposed to be our street team. We need it. We need it out like it's the 90s. Hand our mixtape out in the back of your truck. Like, do something. Girls, <laughs> we, girls, we here, you know? We here, and we here to service y'all in our community. Mm-hmm. So... Catch us next week with part two of our sex-filled uh, episode. Real sex. Sex. <laughs> <laughs>